y'all, what's going on? This is the world famous LaVita McCoo. And of course, you know what you are tuned into, Jumpstart Your Business live from Memphis. Now, it's not all of the time that we get to interview international people, okay? So when I tell you that you are definitely in for an exciting time, a healing time, a time of hope, a time of just realness on Jumpstart Your Business Live from Memphis today, you are in for just that. And many people know me from my um, corporate days or my um, and entertainment time and um, just my wow times, my save times, my all the times, baby, because ain't nothing, you know, when people love you for real, they with you all the time, no matter what, okay? So Dr. Dory McKnight is one of those individuals that has been created for such a time as this. Uh, people, she was there when I got the name world famous and it was just by her um, guidance and her um, words of encouragement, words of, girl, what you doing? Yeah, we all need those. Okay. And that goes in business. It goes in ministry. That goes all over. All right. No matter what part of your life that you in, you need people like that. She is an author. She is a playwright. She is a unlimited woman. When I tell you she is unlimited and limitless, she is because that's how far her reach is, her talent is, and um, she is a confidant to the who's who of everywhere, okay? So she is definitely someone to know. She has authored books. When I tell you her books cover girls in the church, it was, um, man, about being authentic in the world full of copycats and having a voice and not letting anybody silence that. Look, I can go on and on and on talking about Dr. Dory McKnight and her concrete ministry from prison ministries. You know, everybody knows somebody that's locked up. Everybody knows someone that's about to be locked up and somebody knows somebody that's about to get out. All right. And so that's what she has uh, been able to penetrate into the city life. People, mean people wherever they are, and I can go on and on, trust me, talking about Dr. Dora McKnight of McKnight Enterprises. But I'm going to bring her on, jumpstart your business live from Memphis to, so she can tell you what she want to tell you and share about um, everything she's excited about, what she has going on. Welcome to Jumpstart Your Business, y'all, live from Memphis, Dr. Dora McKnight. Hey, Doc. Hey, hey, hey. 
Hey, I was thinking I want to meet that Dr. Dory McKnight. Oh, you look at her in the mirror every day. You know how they say uh, you can see everybody but yourself. You just reminded me of so many things that I have done and to God yes. be the glory that I don't mm -hmm. remember them so that my head still fits in this camera frame. Right. Well, thank you so much. And, and, right. and a lot of the things that you say about me, that's you. You know, I heard you oh. introducing yourself. Oh, yeah, potential knows potential. A lot of the things that you say about me, that's you. And I think that's why from the very beginning we connected. From the very beginning, you know, yeah. it was, you know, one week we were in class and before, after it was over, we just continued. It just never stopped. And do you know that was like 15 years ago? Yes, it was. KU is turning 16 years old in March. So I For was us, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I'm still connected to it. Love it. <laughs> yes. So had the had the opportunity to teach a class last year. So I, I was gone. I was good. What? Yeah. Okay, hold on. All right, for, oh, for okay, the see. audience. Yes, for the audience. Um, Dr. Dora McKnight is referring to Kingdom University. Um, shout out definitely to the amazing Dr. Cindy Trim Tomlinson. Mm -hmm. Okay, on. so she got yeah. a new name, baby. They wrote about that new name. I said, okay, girl, you have the cover? I think did she get married in France? Come on, France. Uh, London. London, London, England. I'm sorry, London, mm -hmm. England. So it was some big major coverage about that that marriage. And um, it's her ministry school, Kingdom mm -hmm. University. I won't even say it's it's more than a school. It is you got the Life who changing. who or the who mm -hmm. who or the who ain't in there. For real. And if you ain't, you finna, you, you is. All right. Yeah. You are definitely on that path to um what God designed for you. And Dr. Dora McKnight and myself, we were in that class in uh Sacramento, California, 2006. Come on, the best six. class. Yeah. The best class, 2006. Best. And it, it is, it's absolutely the best. And uh, we were, uh, she was, she said, this, this look, Dr. Trina said, this look girl so bad. Dr. Dr. Dor, <laughs> come on and hope her. She didn't say that. I she did she not did. say those words. So don't, don't put Dr. No, 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 I ain't going to put Dr. out like that. But no, she said that um, she, she assigned her as my mentor. And I'm telling you, part of mentorship, a lot of people, really don't understand um dr dory it's more it's leading is by example it's um you can talk you don't talk a lot you say one thing and you can do it uh you don't do it i remember she told me something now i'm we finna get into dr mcknight but i just feel like it's just somebody just leads okay Sometimes when somebody tell you something that's from God and you're like, huh, what? No, I ain't finna do that. And you gonna go and do the exact thing that they wanted you not to do and end up five years behind. Wow. And 
and and even and it's almost a part of God telling you you about to do it, but He's going mm -hmm. to send you a warning that mm -hmm. hey, think about this, all right? Don't do this. And Doctor McKnight actually was used to do that for me, and I'm going to tell you what God loves, and that's the truth. It's nothing like having people in your life that mm -hmm. hear from God. Mm -hmm. And that you can go back and say, not bitter, not, excuse me, not messed up about it. Hey, mm -hmm. God, I'm sorry. How yeah. can we do this? <laughs> How that, can we do this? And to this day, I, I won't know what it is. Sometimes when yeah. the Lord tells you to speak into somebody's life, it's just a conversation. It's not, exactly. you know real big and spooky. Sometimes it's just a conversation. They're talking and then they say what they're going to do. And then you say, Ooh, no, you know, I'm, I'm feeling, you know, a lot of times I won't say God said, because I, you know, I don't want to put God out there a lot of times. So right. I'll say, you know, I'm feeling like that's not the move to make. And then it's up to that exactly. person, of course, to seek the Lord and then see if that is the move to make or check in their spirit. Cause you got to know for you what you're supposed to do. Cause you're going to be responsible. Absolutely. So when you're saying about the, you were saying earlier about the mentorship, because that is something that I do. Mentorship yeah. is just up close and personal. And yeah. you let that person uh, in on some things and then, you know, they let you in on some things, which is, right. which is different than coaching. Coaching is I'm on the sidelines. You doing the work, you're telling me what you're going to do. Oh, you're doing 50 pushups. Okay. Go ahead. 50. You know what I'm saying? Whereas yes, mentorship, you do a little bit more of, of booming, a little more of mm -mm, a little more of I'm in your business. If you let that person in, it's really your choice if, if you want to let them in or not. So, yeah. So I don't I to this day, I couldn't tell you what it is. I don't I'm not that mm -hmm, I told you so, girl, that that's not my what I do. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm a cover girl no. now. I'm a cover you. But yeah come back at you later if, if it doesn't work either way you know so so you spoke about cover girls and i would love for you to speak to that i like to start at the beginning really for people mm -hmm. to get to know who you are um because i can go all day long singing <laughs> um, singing praises of, of a great woman but I really want um, you just to share your story and where this all began, this hunger to um, be that ambassador of hope. And maybe it's not even a hunger, just God got a way of just choosing mm -hmm. you and you don't know what Come you on. See, that's what you need to say right there. A lot of times I'm starting this series called The Master's Class. And mm -hmm. it's going to be about those that God chose. He didn't, he didn't ask your permission. He just apprehended you. As Paul said, I was apprehended. Mm -hmm. And he just shows up in your life. You're just, you know, a little church girl or a little girl at corporate America. And you're minding your own business. And then God mm -hmm. says, hey, hey, I got something for you to do. So he wrote a book. I wrote a book called Cover Girls in the Church. And that really pretty much is my beginning after our schooling. Uh, together is I wrote a book called Cover Girls in the Church because I went to church and some of the people at church were still just as mean and had issues and, you know, didn't want to hand you a tissue here, sit on this row and I'm in charge of that, you know, and I said, what's going on with this wrestling in the church? What's, 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 what's what, what are we fighting about? You know, you think that you can come to the house of the Lord or you think you can come. It's not just for the church, but you think you can come to anybody's house and you think that you're okay, but then they show you, I got issues. 
issues in the tissues is, is what they used to say. So um, I wrote the book, Cover Girls in the Church, and God said, are you ready to go deep? I said, let's go deep, because I'm trying to figure out what happens to us when we give our life over to God that we're still the same. And he said, that's about, we talk about issues in the tissues, talking about your, your uh, heritage, talking about where you come from. Um, for me, it was cover girls in the church. You know, who does God allow to touch his church? I actually started writing this book based on getting my doctorate. And it was talking about the place for women in the church. And so I was able to look at it that way, as well as um, who are some of the people that are serving in the church. And so I had to go all the way back to the book of Genesis and start with Eve. And I started to look at the Bible characters and see what they were tripping about. You know, sometimes it's, it's, it's easier to talk about another character or somebody else. Well, I didn't want to pick none of my friends or anything like that. So, so let's go to the Bible. And I also wanted people not to be afraid of the Bible. Let them know that there's all kinds of folks up in the Bible. So Eve was tripping uh, because in the beginning, she didn't have an example. She didn't have nobody to show her how to be a mother, how to be a wife. You know, she had no example. So we started off talking about mentoring and people showing us, you know, okay, this is off a little bit. And, I, and yeah. I'm that mama. I'm that doctor. I'm the one yeah. that's going to hurt you. I'm just going to tell you ahead of time. Yeah. You already talked yeah. to the nurse. You already talked to the intake people. But when the doctor comes in the room, doctor ain't got about 10 minutes and she's hit, she's going straight for it. Because I'm like, why yeah. are you tripping? And uh, earlier, a world famous was saying that um, our Dr. Trim, who whose class we went to, was saying, uh, you know, that she was bad. She never did say that at all. But you, anybody that knows world famous Maku, she cannot be tamed. She cannot be roped. She cannot be harnessed. You cannot hold her down. So what you have to do is you have to help her find another way to release all of that. And a lot of times people are doing things because they have other things going on that we know nothing about. You know, they have other things going on in their life. And we're like, well, why is she acting like that? Why is she looking at me? She's not even looking at you. She's looking through you because there are things going on in people's life. And so I was talking about the cover girls and, and why you know, we have to be so hard on other people and we don't even know. God said, go to the root. Let's start looking at the root. So I pulled Eve apart and looked at she didn't have no example. So anything she did, it was on her. Uh, it was based on what she thought, you know, not even necessarily what Adam said and also yeah. not necessarily what the devil said, but what was Eve saying? So, right. so, so being your authentic self, you have to know, why am I acting the way I'm acting? You know, and look in yourself and find out what the answer is. In there, we also have Sarah and we have Hagar. And she yes. was help her birth her promise. You know good and well it's not going to turn out good when you let another lady sleep with your husband. Okay? So let's just, let's just, let's just break this down. These are the Yes, thank you. <laughs> when you say to another lady, go ahead and sleep with my husband. I don't care what, it, what the reason is. That's like having a girlfriend at your house and you just talking, talking, talking about your man. You just talking, talking, talking about all of his stuff and she's taking it in because now she knows what his flaws are. And honey, you will you will move and you will look and your spot will be taken. OK, so I'm going to try to go through these covers. A few of them more, more. Rahab, the hooker, oh, the spies the came into Jericho and they came to take the city. They would have never taken the city had not the hooker hid them and didn't tell them the spies were in the city. 
And see, you we talk about oh, she was a hooker. We didn't talk about she was a negotiator. We okay. talked about she had her own business, talking about entrepreneur. Okay, not just a a uh a house or an inn where people came and slip in, but then of course we was doing a little side stuff on the side, and mm -hmm. then the flax on the top was a roof. Well, flax was made was used to make linen. So she was making clothes too. See, you got to look deep. You got to look at what folks is doing. She was an entrepreneur in more ways than one, okay? And then when they came in and said they was going to take the city, then she negotiated. She said, my life for yours, okay? So this, this, okay, Rahab. Then, and, but the Bible calls her a harlot. He mm. wants you to know, listen, a harlot can be saved. Rahab mm. was also of the, of the uh, genealogy of, of Lot, where yeah. the two girls slept with their father. So they were yeah. born children of incest. It doesn't matter what has happened to you. God can use you. So they, they was incest generation. And she ended up in the line and lineage of Jesus Christ. Okay. So that's cover girls in a church. And I used that book. I went to the ministry. She said the prisons. This young lady knows me. I went to the prisons and taught the ladies in the prison. I said, you're in here. You're in jail. Ain't nobody putting no money on your tabs. You being the cover girl for what they did out there. But he's out there with somebody else right now while you're sitting up in the penitentiary, while you're sitting up here doing his time and took his crime. OK, so there were good cover girls and they were bad cover girls. So let me give you one good one. Then I will move on. The good one was Mary. Mary was the cover girl for the word of God. So we, what I was trying to teach or to prove when I did my doctorate, is is there room for the women in the church? Honey, we birthed the church, okay? Mary birthed the church. Let me help you with this real quick while you're saying don't speak. Women, keep your place in the church. We did. We birthed the church. And these are the people that God used. Bathsheba was caught in, in a affair. He used her, okay? So those are some of the ones in Cover Girl in the Church. Then I wrote a sequel to that called Sisters of Sabotage. Yes. Those that will come against you, those that are supposed to be your friend, the Delilahs, the Jezebels, you know, yes. the, the two harlots that were wrestling, that's my baby. When you write something, when you yes. have a vision, we talk about jumpstart your, your business or your ministry, you yes. write something, you have a vision, you share it with the wrong person and they take it and turn it in like they wrote it. Okay? So intellectual property, uh, trademark, all of that. You can't, you can't even play with that, whether you're in the church or whether you're in the world. You got to get that stuff trademarked because somebody will show enough, come up with the t-shirt or come up with a little phrase and act like they wrote it. And then they you wrote. got to prove your case. Okay. Yes. So, so that, those are just a few of the books, you know, I won't go into too many, too much more. Uh, do you have a question? Uh, or you just want me to read? I'm ready. I'm ready to shoot this one at you right here then you went from doing the book cover girls to the play cover what girls. you say what you say potential yes. knows potential yes. so dr cindy trim uh, wrote the forward for my book cover girls and then yes. after that we were reading it we were on the radio doing just like this i mean dr trim was teaching in my my book like she wrote it okay i mean she goes yes. in but then when we're done, she says, Dr. McKnight, I think this is a play. And I said, it is? And she said, yes. And I want you to know, one year later, I called her and I said, guess what? The play is ready. 
So it was like it birthed just like it just like that. There are people that can speak into your life. There are people that speak potential and you will hear them. A seed will be planted and you'll look up nine months later. So you're talking about the prophetic. You look up nine months later and you'll be ready to do this stage play, which I did. And she surprised me. She didn't tell me she flew in. I was in, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. She flew in for the open and she could not believe it. And and but it was all about the right person speaking into your life, having those right partners, having those right voices around you, having the right encouragers, having the right pushers, you know, and she, and she taught us and we talk about midwives, having the people that is helping you to birth the babies rather than being abortionists that are in the birthing room and don't like you and don't want you to have no baby. So I don't have one. You didn't, you don't, you don't get one. That was the, the story of the two harlots. One That's rolled right. over. She was lazy. She rolled over on her baby during the night and killed her baby and then switched it out with somebody else, okay? And then lied. went before the king and said, it was my baby. And when the king says, well, since you two can't decide who it belongs to, cut it in half. And she was like, cut it in half. And the real mother said, oh, no, 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 she can have it. I'd rather for her to raise it. I'd rather to see my child running out there rather than for you to cut it in half. And then the king said, that's the real mother, okay? So- you, you have to watch out people that you think are on your side and they, they grinning. You know, they used to have that song, Smiling Faces. They used to talk about the Come on, old days. Come on, old days. Yes. Uh-huh. That's Come an on. old one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. So, you have around you. When you're talking about jumpstart your ministry, it can, it can die in the birthing womb. It can die in the birth canal. It, I mean, it, it can die in the inside. But then there's a scripture in Isaiah where it says, would God allow you to get pregnant and bring the baby to the birthing canal and then shut it up? So I wrote a book called Shut Up, where they're saying Sarah was bearing. They're saying Hannah was bearing. And the Bible clearly says, excuse me, that he shut up their womb. There's sometimes God will shut you up. And say, don't tell it right now. Don't share it right now. Okay? Panani was right there picking at her and picking at her. You can't have babies. You And there's times God got you shut up for a specific season or position or purpose. The process. It's a process. Okay, come on. I know. She said, we having church up in here. <laughs> we Look like now. Look <laughs> now. Ooh. Okay, okay, hold on, because it's a penina. Ooh, it's some peninas <laughs> out there, Lord. It's some peninas. How do you deal with peninas? How do you deal well, the, the thing about if I continue like in story, at first she cared. Yeah. At first, she was worried about what everybody was saying. At first, she was worried about because Hannah was the first wife. Panina was the second. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, dog. You took us too fast. Stop right <laughs> there and marinate on that point. At first, she cared. At first, she that's cared. the part. That's the part right there. At first, right there. she cared. Okay, go ahead. At first, she cared what people were saying. That people were picking at her and say, "Oh, she been married all this time. How do people do that in the natural? Y'all ain't got no baby yet. Y'all been married ten years. How come y'all ain't had no babies? Okay, so they're picking at her. And then her husband marries a second wife who's popping babies like popcorn, one right after the other. Okay, so you get so you're trying to birth your ministry. 
Okay, let's let's say it like that. You're trying to have your ministry and nothing's happening. But then you get somebody else that comes in and puts sits down next to you or starts theirs and theirs starts popping and, and going and going and you're going, what's going on? What am I doing wrong? You start checking your paperwork and your, your numbers and your books and your connections. You try to see what's going on. But what it is is God's just shut it up and says, shh, hold up, shh. Gosh, don't say nothing. And the other person is just talking because in the book, Penina was just picking at her, picking, 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 picking. And, and, and you don't have no kids. And that's why he married me, because you can't supply this. You see, this happens real baby mama drama in real life happens, too. That's why he left you, because you wasn't no good. You weren't all, all of that. At first, she cared. She cared what she was saying. She cared what her husband was saying, because her husband said, what's going on with you? Am I not better to you than 10 sons? No, I don't want 10 sons. I want one. I want my own. People are always trying to give you stuff and trying to satisfy you. You know, they're trying to buy you. They're trying to appease you. And you're saying, I don't want that. I want my own. I want my own business. Thank you that you want to give me some money, but I'll still be owned by you. Thank you that you want to do this, but it'll still, you have your name on it, okay, that you did this for me. I don't want to do that. I want my own. I want to birth my own baby. I want to raise my own child. I want it to look like me and sound like me. I want it when I'm dead and gone that they remember, hey, that's Hannah's boy. Hey, that, that's world famous child. You know what I'm saying? Because of what we've instilled into it, all right? So she, she cared at first, and then... She finally started talking to God about it and she shut up. There's that name of that book, Shut Up. She shut up shut and wouldn't up. talk to nobody about it. But then when she started talking to God and she was praying about it, then the priest came in. The priest represents the voice of God. And, and the priest said, what's going on? You're acting like you're drunk. And she's like, I'm not drunk. I'm just desperate. I just want to have this baby. I'm not no. drunk. And then he said, according to your faith, you're going to have this baby. And he said, calm down, calm down. God's spoken and you're going to have it. And then she did. And she had the greatest baby ever. She had the, she had the baby when the time when God needed a Samuel. Yeah. And for those of you that don't know your Bible, as you could tell, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. I don't want you scared of the Bible. Huh? I said, I hope I'm not down. You know, yeah. down south, you know, I, the people from the Delta, they say hope means help. So we hope. Okay. Them. Hope. Yes. <laughs> well, hope, as you said, hope and healing and deliverance. Yes. It, yeah. When And when she had her son, her son was the greatest prophet of all time in the Bible, who is Samuel. The Bible said nothing Samuel said fell to the ground. He was so connected to God that he was the greatest prophet ever. So sometimes you're in a hurry to get your thing going. And then why can't I get my started? And you want yours to look like Suzanne's. And God, like, nope, I want you to have a one of a kind. You're unique. It, it, you know, I don't want you to follow. I want people to follow you and desire what you have. I don't want you to be following anybody else. I got something special for you. So you got to be careful when it doesn't happen right away that you don't do what Sarah did. And that's to get the wrong person connected in. And you don't get an Isaac, but you get an Ishmael. You get somebody that, that's going to pick at Isaac. You, you know, and they say an Ishi situation. So you got to be careful. Don't do it. Don't do it. Let God handle it. Take your time. Don't let nobody tell you, I can do it for you. Your destiny, your promise, whatever you want, why would he give it to somebody else to, instead of giving it to you? I had someone tell me that one time, that your destiny is in me. It's in my womb. It's in my spirit. And you can't get to the next level 
unless you surrender to me, surrender, Dorothy. Yes, <laughs> and then once you surrender to me, then it will happen. And that's not the will of God. Yes, that's ma'am. not the will of God. God can talk directly to you. You can hear him based on if you try to hear and, and, and not just him in a prayer or whatever, but somebody else that's in in the business that you want. They can just Absolutely. drop a thought and keep walking. And you got to grab it and say, oh, I got that revelation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Dr. Not Dr. McKnight. <laughs> now, you, you, you have spoken to a million things. <laughs> and when I say you hit the bullseye, I think was when David an archer, he had his, what was he, the slingshot? Mm-hmm. And his slingshot been slinging. All right. <laughs> How in business, it's a lot of people that's in business right now, in ministry. And they say, well, such and such doing this, I don't want to do that. Well, I don't want to make... Um, candles i don't want to make t-shirts i mean because such and such are already doing this what do you speak to people concerning competition and comparing yourself to other people and what god has given someone else talk to us about yeah well you you said it in you said it in the question when you're comparing it to somebody else there are so many different businesses out there that do candles but their own way candles with with only vegan products candles that handles that have no color i mean there are so many different ways to enter a market and to be a part of a market if you're doing it and and not doing it or not doing it because somebody else is doing it then you need to check that Because like I said earlier, God will give you, just like we're talking about children, God will give you something, and it it may be similar to somebody else, but different. And that's why I love that uh, show, Shark Tank. Because when they get in there, they say, well, what's different about yours that sets you apart from everybody else? That's where you should be looking. Not at Mm -hmm. what nobody else is doing. Not looking at, oh, she's doing it in gold, so I guess I'd do it in blue. But but purpose, what is, they ask you, you got a mission statement and you got a vision. What What's your mission? What's your vision? What is it that you're trying to do? You can't say I'm trying to outdo world famous Maku because you done lost already there. Because Aww. no one can do outdo you. You are you. You're an original. Everybody else is a copycat. I don't care what they're doing. I don't care if they take something you did and sprinkle it with gold and line it with pearls. It was still something you did and they enhanced it. Okay. So it it depends on exactly. There is no competition. Let's start with that. Competition is a sin. Competition is a sin. The best way I can say that you can compete is when you're working against the goat. Like like, like you're trying to be, uh, you're not trying to be Serena Williams. Yeah. But you're trying to, okay, she's the greatest of all time. So I want to learn from the greatest of all times. The only caveat to this is God is the greatest of all times. God is the greatest of all times. So that's the only person you should be 
competing against is God. You and God should be and come on, come on. Let's let's do this. Let's do excellence. Let's blow that. Yes. I'm gonna show the world your glory. I'm gonna show the the world here. And you took me here. Yes. I'm sure the world, it's not even about what nobody else did. This person didn't pay me. I didn't sleep my way to the top. I did this my own way with sweat, tears, sacrifice. How much money did you put in? Like I said, on Shark Tank, they'll say, how much money did, have you already put in? Sometimes they say, oh, $300,000, a million, whatever. How yes. bad do you? Ooh. And then think back that you had 300000 to put in. Think back that you had a million. So if you had it, then what's the next? Go to the next level. What's the next? Sometimes we'd be like, oh, I lost it or I failed. You didn't fail. You just learned that it didn't work that way. You have to know how to go to the next level or go to the next thing. Say, oh, we went left last time. This time we're going right. And enjoy your journey. Don't make it so, ooh, hate to get up. I mean, Hello. okay. I don't like going to corporate America. I'm like, uh-uh, I can't do this. I'm tired of this, you know, uh, I when I can go, when I can come, when I can travel. Do you have any PTO days? With well, Listen, I'm free. Right. I realize the time you have to do that, but if you want to be an entrepreneur and you want to break out there on your own, what are you going to do? Who are you going to listen to? You know, again, don't compete against nobody for no other reason but to say, hey, they at the top, so let me figure out how they're doing that. And that, and that to me, I'll, I'll be like, okay, I'll, I'll sit down next to somebody. I don't have to ask a single question. Let's let me in the room. And my ears will pick up on, okay, all right, that's good. I don't have to keep compete against you. Right. Everything that we know, we learned. We heard it from somebody. We read it in a book. We saw it in a dream. Everything that we know and we see and that we're going for. It's not like we we just, oh, you know, the only ones that God, somebody said it before you and sometimes didn't complete it. Then God said, hey, this is up. It's in the atmosphere. Mantles are dropping. Who's going to grab it? Who's going to be the next or who's going to be the first? You know, a lot of times they say yeah. the next It's what? I'm going to be the first of the next of the whatever it is of the next level. How about that? Can Absolutely. I be the first of the next level? Our God is not limited you said to me I, i'm unlimited only way i, I can use that word is my god yes my father. Lord, Lord. yes you know I, they said I, I remember a couple of weeks ago i was listening to a message and they said something about people putting you in a box i said i'm a box cutter you can't put me in a box i got a box i will cut my way out you know some folks carry box cutters babe so i know look i'm a box I'm claustrophobic. I'm cutting out. I'm just telling you ahead of time. No. Right. <laughs> so yeah. So that's you gotta you gotta oh know my. who you are. You gotta know who you are. And that's what we was saying about Hannah. They was telling Hannah, you're barren, you ain't good for nothing. Uh the other wife was saying, Why are you here? You ain't helping nobody. You're not a contribution. You're you're a hindrance. You're you know, you're not an asset. So you can't let the people speak that words. Hold up. Hold up, excuse me. Uh, you can't let people speak those words over you. But, no. uh, and I, that's the way you feel about me. But just watch me. Just watch me. I had somebody say to me, you know, you come in a room and, and, and you just eat up all the sunshine. And, and you know, I don't like, they tell me, I don't like being it. When, I, when you come, I'm like, oh, I don't know why I came. I told her, buy you a pair of sunglasses, baby, because this little light is mine. I'm going to let it shine. I'm not dumbing down for nobody. And you're right. Why did you come? 
if you heard I was here. You're petty. Grow up. Grow up. That's that's that kindergarten stuff. What you mean somebody come in the room? I need to celebrate you. I need to when when world famous comes in the room, I need to say, hey, that's my sister over girl. What are you doing now? Where are you? That's that's really my question to you a lot of times. Where are you? Where have you moved? What? what are you in? What are you building? You know, that apostolic that I'm going over here to help this one, I'm going over here to build this. You know, if some if somebody yeah. else to keep building with the cool, but if it don't work, we got. I got to shift. We I got, got to roll. go. That's the roll. I um, oh, I, I just really have to stop. I have, you have set my soul on fire, like for real. Whatever feeling that I felt in my body before, it is all gone. I'm telling you. You oh, have right. all right, all right. Yes, oh my goodness. Doctor, okay. <laughs> the Valley of the Shadow of Death. That's your new book. Now we about, what, eight books in? <laughs> I don't want to tell you how many, but yeah. You don't want to tell me I got a couple many? I haven't even said that. Hey. It was um, probably a good 10 in. Mm-hmm. Okay, 10. Okay. So, The Valley of the Shadow of Death is the latest latest one. You can find that on Amazon. Mm-hmm. What is the basis of that book? Because, hold on. I feel like you've lived it. I feel like you've lived it. Come on. All right? Like you've lived yeah. all yeah. of your books. Okay. And, That's true. And... So what is this right here? The Valley of the Shadow of Death. The Valley of the Shadow of Death is I survived COVID. And I had COVID when it first came out and they had nothing else. Um, COVID came out March 2020. I think by Thanksgiving, I had it and I had it full blown. Mm-hmm. I had ER, three to the emergency, and two hospital stays. And the second time I went in, my room was so pitch black. They didn't tell me that I had literally checked out and died, and they had to bring me back. They called my kids and said, um, does your mom have a DNR? And they, and they said, if you can't find one, then yes. It, it, I mean, you keep her alive. So what had happened was I had coded, and then the next day, this lady came in. How do I say this? Let me tell you my experience, because then I'm, I'm responsible for my experience. It was the most Absolutely. demonic thing that has ever happened to me to my mm-hmm. in my life. My mm-hmm. room was black, and and my room it always felt like. Um, you know how you go to the movie theater and you got those lights all the way around the floor, and that's your only way out. I was yeah. dreaming that I was trying to get out of the room and the only way was to follow the light, follow the light. Mm -hmm. And um, the lady came in and she whispered in my ear and she said, let me tell you something. She said, they wanna put you on the ventilator, don't do it. She said, breathe on your own. She said, do everything in your power to breathe on your own, don't go on the ventilator. She said, this is my experience of people that I've seen survive this and she was a Christian. And she said, do everything in your power to breathe on your own. I said, okay, thank you. Now, 
she came in there another time because there was a gentleman, a doctor, a man that came in there. He wanted to take my blood and I wasn't awake. And I said, could you wait till I come back? I'm not awake. And he said, no. He said, uh, every time I go out of the room, I have to put on a different gown because they don't want us to track this COVID out into the other people. So he said, so no, I'm in here and I'm going to take your blood now. I said, no, sir, please don't. Please don't stick me. Don't do anything. Because I was like incoherent. I was like, no, please. You'll have to come back. I can't think. And I don't want nobody else to stick me. I don't want nobody. No, this man just kept insisting. And then uh, that he was going to take my blood. And I said, you're not taking my blood. By this time, I done swung up out of the bed. And I said, how dare you come in here and think you will bully me mm. into getting some blood. I don't care if you don't get no blood. This is my body. So right. what happened was I had to take authority over what was happening to me because they was, mm -hmm. I think because you have COVID or I had it, they thought that they could just take blood and do whatever they want to do. And I was like, I'm sick of people pulling blood and all of this and no, no, no. Yeah. And when I swung my feet on and then I, then I went spiritual because I said, in the name of Jesus, get out of my room, get out of my room. Well, the nurse came in and told him he had to go. And she said, what's going on? And I said, I want, I don't want him in here. I said, he's pressuring me. He's forcing me. So the, the other lady came back and she said, I got her. Let me let me talk to her. So the lady came in and she started praying. She said, this is spiritual warfare. Yeah. And while she was praying, she said, just repeat the Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd. Well, I got stuck on that part that say, yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And I got stuck on this is just a shadow. And you know why it's a shadow? The light is here. And as long as the light is here, and Jesus is the light. As long as the light is here, this is just a shadow. You shall not die. So I just would repeat that. And so you, so the, you, you'll see in the book. That's what it talked about. How the, it was a, a warring for my life. And as you see, unfortunately, with a lot of people that had that COVID, it it just took their life, and it took it so fast. Mm -hmm. and, and, they didn't know how to fight. But this, this book was about warring for your life, not just for COVID, but for anything you do doing in life. You mm -hmm. have to your life. But the main thing that stuck with me was that this is just a shadow. This life that we're going through, these tests, these trials, these are just a shadow. Because as long as the light is present, as long you can't even have a shadow unless the light is there. And as long as God is there, as long as Jesus is there, he got you. So he covered you. <laughs> Look, Doc. Okay, so we can find that book. <laughs> yeah, on my website, uh, mcknightenterprises.com. And I yeah. saw it on Amazon, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's my website. Yes, it is on oh, Amazon. Okay. Yeah, yes, I got yes. some on Amazon. I got some I, that I self-published, like Cover Girls, uh, Sisters of Sabotage. I got a new one. Esther is is called The Making of a Queen. So it talks about all the things that she went through in order to become a queen. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's David. Uh, the price of, I, I don't remember what it is, but there's David Joseph, Dream Again, You Shall Recover All. Oh, yeah. So we got a few out there. We got a few out there. And again, yeah. I, I am, for those of you that are listening in, I am Bible-based. I, I believe in the Bible, but I can take the Bible and make it applicable to your life now to help you survive this thing called life. Okay? And that was, Trust Prince me, if I'm in no Bible... 
<laughs> if they didn't know Bible, they know it now. After listening to you, if they didn't. Now, we don't to say we are dearly beloved. We are gathered together here yes. to, you know, to survive this thing called life. So the other little, the other little trivia, trivia is that is that Prince and I went to the same high school, graduated the same year, sung on the same stage. All right, in Minneapolis. So that's what? a little trivia. I really. never knew that. Okay, we gonna come yes. back. I gotta run this commercial <laughs> right fast, y'all. Thank y'all for uh, joining us for Jumpstart Your Business Live from Memphis. Look, stay tuned to this exciting commercial from Tell It Now PR and Marketing Conference in Memphis. Here we go. Calling all entrepreneurs. Would you like to receive $5,000 worth of PR and marketing services? If so, this is how you can do it. Step one, like the post where you see this flyer posted. Step two, follow Power Media Solutions and Jumpstart Your Business Facebook page. And number three, submit your 30 to 60 second video and give us your pitch why you deserve $5,000. Upload your pitch video to tellitnowprconference.com to receive one full year of PR and marketing services. What are you waiting for? Do it today. Calling all entrepreneurs. Calling all entrepreneurs. Calling all entrepreneurs. Uh oh, is your mic on? I can't hear you. Is your mic on? Continue with Gordon McKnight. Um, when I tell you that you have assaulted, and I know you're not finished, because you said something about somebody that's is purple. He the color purple, and uh, and then I, I think you from Minna. You from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minneapolis. Minnesota. Minneapolis. I wanna know. Minneapolis, I Minnesota. I, I'm not gonna say how black people got up there, but how did you end up in Minneapolis, <laughs> Minnesota? Because it's one of the cleanest places that I have been. Mm -hmm. And I've we I brought my mom and uh, hot chocolate, Latanya Moore. We all came yeah. up there for your company. Yes, and um yeah and so that was awesome and um tell us how you how you got up there in, in minneapolis minnesota city of david come on now <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all the way back yeah. there now yeah. the um the simplest explanation is my family migrated okay. there uh, years ago. My father, though, was in the Air Force. So there was an Air Force base up there. So you know if the Air Force is there, we there. But my mother's father, uh, they moved to Minnesota because it was freedom up there. And then they could, they had land, they gave them land up there. So her generation, everybody started moving up there. Mm -hmm. So really in the city of Duluth, 
we were the first, like one of the first families that were up there. You see a black person walk down the street and we were all related because my grandfather <laughs> had seven brothers and one sister. Now the one sister never got married, but the other brothers had like 70 kids, 10 kids. I mean, we was all related. We holler, hey, cuz, and it was for real cuz. So when my, when my, um, my father got uh, stationed in Duluth at the Air Force Base, of course, that's where we went to Duluth, Minnesota. I was born in Duluth, Minnesota. Yeah, because people wow. used to say, black people is up there? Yeah, because we had an Air Force Base, yeah. So, and then I just, we moved down to Minneapolis and oh, we thought that was the big city once we moved to Minneapolis. And that's where we met the, you know, like I said, going to Minneapolis Central and met Prince. And Minneapolis still probably the whole black population might be like about 9%. Right. So some people would have culture shock going up there because they'd be like, where are we at? You know, because there's not that many of us up there. So did Mortis, they go to that school too? He, he didn't go to school with me, but he was connected you know, with, he didn't go to Minneapolis Central, oh, okay. but there were a couple other uh, schools there. Another school that is pretty popular in Minnesota is North High School. They have a, um, mm. a documentary out about it, The Bold what? North. Yeah, so if anybody's interested in that, about the football team up there in North Minneapolis. That's amazing. It's a beautiful city. Absolutely beautiful city. It's, it's so nice. You know, it's got its corners. Now, it's got its corners. I'm going to tell you to go over there. <laughs> my, my, my oldest son now is uh, 20. He's 21. He'll be 22 in April. And he That's is the oldest one? The oldest one, yes, KJ. Okay. Uh, yes, so he has all these R&B albums and going on and playing football, college football. But he traveled to Minneapolis and he was telling me something about this burger that he had or some famous. Juicy Lucy. Yes, Juicy he went to Juicy Lucy. Yes, so he traveled there. In all of your travels, what is your favorite place that you have traveled? That's what I want. What's your favorite? I know your favorite place is in God's will, but where are you going to be in God's will? At? What's your favorite place? <laughs> My favorite place is what? Oh, okay. I know what you say. Come on, don't be spiritual. Um, my favorite place turned out for me was Africa. And again, because being a African American yes. to the continent of Africa, where everybody's black, where the mayor's black, where uh, there's kings, there's you know, it was so eye-opening for me and such an awakening compared to uh, here in the states. And that's why people that yes. come from other countries don't understand why we are the way we are. But you, they have to understand that they took us out of Africa or or the different continents and brought us here, and said you and this is this is good again for that mindset and for that teaching and not allowing people to tell you who you are. They put us here and said you are slaves. They put us here and they said you know we laugh and kid about that Roots movie where he took his name and all that, but all that was taken. 
And so your identity, identity gets wiped out. You get put into a whole nother country and then you get the opportunity to go and see where you came from and everything is black and everybody is entrepreneurs. Everybody's trying to sell somebody. Everybody got the hustle on. Then they get here in America and they hit it running. They're looking at us like, what are y'all doing? How come y'all ain't got no business? Well, because we were brought up differently. Yeah. And once uh, the different tribes got here, they broke them up and split them up. Nobody could stay the set, talk the same language. Mm-hmm. So African-Americans or Black Americans have a language all of their own because mm-hmm. of the breakups, because of the separate, because of the slavery, because mm-hmm. of the things we went through. Whereas yeah. now we have to go back to the beginning and say, I'm a king. I'm a king's That's daughter. Right. I, That's right. Yeah, we, we can say it up for God, but also on this earth. We are daughters and sons of kings, and 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 I'm I'm happy now because people of color are getting it now, and, and there's so much Absolutely. going on in the black world and the community. We had Black Wall yeah. Street, we had Black wealth, but the jealousy yeah. and y'all not supposed to have that Ooh. killed people, destroyed that, and here we are again scraping from the ground up trying to get our bearings. But yeah. this is the season where it's happening. So you have to you have to peep the season and you have to say, how can I get it fast? You, there's no time for sleeping. There's no time for slumbering. Ain't no time for, I, I'm a person, I like meetings, but I don't like meetings. No. I do not like I'm sitting cool. around the table talking, 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 unless you no. fold in something while we're talking or you stuff in an envelope while we're talking. I, I have no time for all of this. Yes. We are the move. Yes. We on the move. So that would be my favorite place because it was eye-opening. It was it was it was um illumination. It was truth. It was what people have been telling you is not the truth, you know. And and even you can put that in your life now. Uh, so what that your daddy was a drunk? You don't have to be a drunk. So what right. that your mom did that? You don't have to compete that. And they talk about these right. general curses and these generations of this. And even with sickness and disease, just because right. my mama had diabetes don't mean I got to have it. Come on now. Come on. Do, do the right thing. Do what you need to do to make sure that you're healthy. But people will trap you in a, in a, in a, in a box and in a mindset and then the yeah. people that get yeah. trapped on welfare, this is how you have to live. You can't have no more than this a month. You can't have no more than 500 a month for, for food. No. Right. Especially with the jobs and stuff that are going on now, you can go out there right now and make $1,500, I mean $15 an hour. So what are you doing? Change your mindset. Yeah. And what's wrong with dreaming and wanting to build something? Yeah. I want to build something so big that I got employees. Okay, until they can break off and then go get their own employees. I've always wanted a city of David where I could have a, a barbershop or this or that, a, 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 a dance studio, and then say, Oh, you the dance studio? Okay, here you go, pay me rent. But you still have your own ministry. Yes. We should be building something for other people to enjoy. It's not about us. If you're just building for you, build you, and then go on back to Jesus. Right. But I got kids. Our generations, the you know, the Bible says generation, generate. We got generations, absolutely, that we gotta help. How can I help you? Wouldn't that just be nice to have so much money? And I say, me, me enterprises, let yeah. me help you. Let me yeah. help you be the best you 
possible. Let me help you, whether it's mentoring, whether it's coaching, whatever it is, let me help you. If you just need somebody to talk to that isn't going to think you're crazy. Yeah. When you say, I want to put butterflies on the end of a stick and throw them in the river. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's, 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 uh, let's talk about that a little bit more. <laughs> oh, <laughs> see what what won't make sense to me may make sense to you and then make sense to the purpose that you're doing it we don't know everything we don't know everything so sometimes you got to just slice and dice it with somebody and find somebody that's already doing it watch him the videos the things that you can even see on here for free right your own spin on it. Make sure we know it's your production. Make sure we know this is a world famous production. Okay? This movie is a, you know, McKnight Enterprise production. This play, this book, who is it written by? And then in all of my books, there's a common thread. There's something about me in every one of them. I could be Reb, the hook, I could be Yes. You know know what I'm saying? Because each one of us are looking for like like with Bathsheba getting caught up in the fair, looking for love in all the wrong places. You think a powerful man has it. He ain't got nothing but you and your head. He ain't got, he don't have it. I want a sugar daddy. I want a sugar mom. What? I don't even understand that guy. I don't either because when someone, you the, you the um, lender, the, the borrower is a, a slave to the lender. And when okay. men have that much control over you and that's it that you do shall you in slavery is it exactly even for the ladies i was doing human uh trafficking those that, that were coming out of prison because you you talked about that earlier yes and they one particular lady when i went to the prison was talking with her her uh ex pimp whoever he was put the dog on the phone and made the dog bark and then uh, the lady told me, she said, you know why he did that? I said, no, I don't. She said, because he followed it up with, you owe me money. And when you get out of there, you owe me some time. So she reoffended so that she would stay in prison because she yes, didn't want to come out and go back in that life. Yes. How do you break those mindsets? How do you get the people free? It isn't, it isn't just in the natural. It's in their mind, too. How do you get the boldness? You know, they ask, why do people stay in bad relationships? They got to build a plan. They got to get a mindset. They have to figure out how they can get out. And then there's got to be people like us that can help them out. Help us right. out. If, if you have a transitional home, if you have uh, uh, some programs, some of the things that I want to do, have a transitional home where you can you can live in this home for two years. Yes. And any money you make, we're going to put it up. And then when you get out, we're going to help you get your own apartment, bank account. A lot of these ladies coming out of human trafficking and stuff, that's all they've ever done. It's horrible. Yeah. So they don't know what money is. They don't know what wealth is. They they had only what they gave them to eat. So we don't know what people need. And so that's the most thing. The first thing we got to do as entrepreneurs, what do the people need? And what can I offer? How can I make that happen? Not necessarily why do they need me and, and you take their money and I need your money in order for my business to be successful. Right. It's got to be deeper than that. It's got to be right. deeper than that. I got to provide more than that. It I got to be able to feed some people. I got to be able to just pay somebody's rent and don't even tell nobody that I did it. You know what I'm saying? It's got to be deeper than that. 
They got to feel loved. They got to feel covered. Why is your business different than Joe's Crab Shack over here? You know, why do I want to come over here? Because not only do I get the crab and the this like that, but then there's there's world famous and she's in there and she's so sweet. You know, she talks to you and and they feel love. People want to feel love. People want to feel needed. There's there's more than a connection than show me your money. Really? That's it. They want to find the door at midnight. You are so incredible. You are too. <laughs> God in you is too incredible. And that makes you great for real. And I haven't spoken with you in so long, but it's just like meeting you for the first time. Oh, Every yeah. time. Whether it's, you know, we message each other. And, um, but when I tell y'all that she knew me when I was this this little pregnant girl with my fourth baby and uh, at home, mama, and thinking I was just going to be a, a pastor's wife for the rest of my life and raise these children, and that's all I was going to be. I wouldn't have a name when nobody know me and everything. But God, I'm so glad. Yeah. Um, has a, a greater idea uh, of myself for me and all of us. Now, I'm going to, it's our, and I don't want, I, you okay. know, I'm going to have to bring her back on and maybe next month so we can um, break some things down so you can learn more about um, just some empowerment because, you know, when you're going on, on, on your way, you sometimes just forget that uh, you just feel so alone. You don't have, uh, some people are first generation entrepreneurs. Some people yes. are mm-hmm. first um, college people and on uh, in ministry. Oh, definitely in ministry. Mm-hmm. And they need direction. They need someone to um, be a coach, be a mentor as well yeah. as, as, um, wanting to even sow into your ministry um, mm-hmm. because it's, it's definitely worth it. Um, like I said, you I wanted come- to say, I, I help people also write books. Like you have oh, a story. Yeah, so we're talking about a literary coach. So so I, I, I know I talk a lot of spiritual things, but there's natural things that I do too. I will help you write a book. I, there's there's just being a coach or somebody just to, to go with you. And then there's also ghost writers, somebody that can hear your story and literally write your book. And so we can do anywhere from 30, you know, uh, it depends on how seasoned you are, to 90 days, definitely in a year's time. Okay. And you know, the same thing you're saying about me. And that's why I said potential knows potential. Every time I see you, you're different. You're doing something different. But you're always helping people. Yeah. So that is the, that's the mm. common thread in everything you do. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's playing music or playing somebody's song, you know, because you have your son that's doing music and then young people will bring their stuff to you and say, you know, what you think about this? Play this for me. Spin this for me. It's, it's helping people. That's your common thread. So yeah. so you're like you're like a Barry Gordy. You know what I'm saying? You're like somebody that 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 you see all these different phenomenal people and as you help them 
you help yourself. Absolutely. You know, you make more connections and you network with more people. So I just wanted to throw that in. And I do, again, I apologize, but I don't <laughs> not that I do talk. It's food for thought. It's it's helping us to to go and to grow. And 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 to give yeah. God the glory. We can't get around all this without giving God the glory. My last question. I I, I know I normally cut off at an hour. I'm telling you, but here, here while you is here in the room, <laughs> let us know how you sit amongst kings and queens and the royalty and the attitude that you have to have, the mindset while you sitting there. Like, what's your, what's your mindset when you sitting there? Like, some people, for example, right? Some I was blessed to be at a table with Michael Jackson's, Michael Jackson, David Guest Foundation, right? So that's Liza Minnelli, Michael Jackson's PR friend. Um, Oh my goodness, like his foundation. Al Green's first PR person, like major. And it was his director. It was these pictures that the world has never seen that I'm sitting here looking at. It's um it's people that were on that's the number one, the the top richest woman that lives in Tennessee, I guess maybe the South. Uh she probably right under the Waltons table. We at church, we all these different places. And my mindset was, wow, God, for real? That was, my, my, that was me. It mm-hmm. wasn't because I did, it was not because I'm so grand, whatever. And that even if you told somebody, would not believe it. Mm-hmm. That's how big it is. But you mean to tell me that's how big God is? Same time, the aftermath is how you how can you people can get prideful. People can caught up mm-hmm. in that. People, you know, mm-hmm. just as a person, how do you keep from? Um, messing up God's blessing or closing mm-hmm. the door to God's open, and we're gonna leave it right there. Yeah, so of course, I'm gonna tell you there's a scripture that says, Your gift will make room for you and take you before great people. Mm-hmm. So, what is your gift? What is it that God is your mm-hmm. gift so yeah. He can take you? You have a personal gift in the, what is your talent in the in the in the word of God? It talks about your talent is your gift. What is your forte? What is your specialty? What is unique about you? It will take you before great men, and you can sit before kings and queens and and like you said, I've I've been privileged to do this the same, but mm-hmm. I sit in humility. I don't sit knowing. I come in like Paul. I don't know nothing. I, I'm, I'm dumb. I'm not going to make a comment unless they ask me, but this is the thing I also do. Depending on how I'm sitting, if I'm at a board table, I got a pen and a pencil in my hand, and I might be looking at them the time they're talking, but my hand is moving. 
because I'm doing two things. I'm filing what they're saying. And yet at the same time, I'm learning. When you get the opportunity to do something like that and God allows you to look from the top, what he's saying to you, again, potential knows potential. You're sitting at the table. You you know, people say, oh, I want to go and do that. You're sitting at the table right then. So you have to learn how to sit in the present moment. Oh, my God. This is amazing. But don't let me get too crazy that I can't and think so much of these people that I can't hear the purpose of the God and why I'm here. And that when my opportunity comes to sit at the table, somebody's looking at me like, 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 World famous is like, oh, my God, at the table with world famous. God is saying you can sit right there. He's allowing you to see from the top, from some of the biggest, the big, the wealthiest, the whatever, whoever owns the property, whatever it is that you're asking for. And you have to be, don't get so caught up in the moment. Be present. Gathering the information because you may never pass that way again. And it'd be okay to say, you know, I sat, you know, with so-and-so and so-and-so, but, ooh, and I learned this. And, oh, my God, I saw this. Yes. One day that's going to be me. I'm going to have my own board of people. You know what I'm saying? So you have to make yeah. sure you don't don't get starstruck. Don't get caught up because that's you. If you're going to get starstruck, get caught up and get starstruck about me and go, oh, my God, God's letting me see this because I'm going to be, I, I'm going to be doing it. Oh, my God. When he allows you to, when he takes you to the top and he allows yeah. you to sit down, you're not looking up. You sit you're down. sitting down. Yes. Dr. Down. Dora McKnight. Dr. Dora McKnight. I understand. <laughs> you uh, got to come back. Oh, go ahead, finish. Go ahead. Go okay. finish. Okay, well, that's what I'm saying. So when you're allowed to get in those rooms, it's like I'm saying, potential mm-hmm. knows potential. And out of that boardroom, there's somebody that's looking at you that may come by you. Then this man, he did that to me. I was talking and then I shut up and I sat back. Everybody else did their talking. When he came back by me, he said, you are an awesome teacher. You should be teaching master classes. Now, out of all those people that were sitting at that table, I ain't calling nobody's name. I said, why didn't you? Okay. And then I had to leave there. You got to process that thing. Yes. You got to say, why did you say that to me? You got, you got to process it. You can process it or you can put it on the shelf and go another 10 years. But you got to say, why did that? Did they say that to me? Because potential knows somebody's looking and seeing, okay, you're the next this one or you could outrun this. When I went to, when I went to TV uh, school, uh, television, radio, yes. I was talking. You can see I'm talking yes. now. This man said to me, he goes, do you know Oprah Winfrey? And I said, like, no or no. And he said, yeah. And I said, no, I don't know or no, but I know of her. He said, oh, you need to get to know her. He said, because you can do what she did. You know, I, I didn't do anything with it. I just was like, okay, thank you. Well, I saw some YouTube. But God, open that, open that door Hello, again. But and Tyler Perry too. We gonna cut out. Uh, yeah, for you, yeah. You, you know, I went to the. I used to drive to Chicago when Oprah was small, and mm-hmm. and after my my guy told me that, and I went to the studio. So this is what I'll say: be prepared. Mm-hmm. So I went to the studio. And this was the time when she was drinking the liquid fast, and I she'd be, it. you know, 
heavier one time and then thin the next, heavier night. Then. And one day we were walking out and I said, we used to go at least once or twice a month, just drive up there on the weekend and go to the Oprah show. And then, you know, like go up on Sunday, stay Monday, get tickets and then head on back. And one day when she, we were coming out, you know, she was, this is when she was still small. She was shaking everybody's hand. And then she turned to me, she said, and you, she said, what do you want? She said, you keep coming. What do you want? Ask me, did I freeze? Ask me, did I have no words, no prepared script? No, nothing. I didn't, I couldn't even think to say, I want you to mentor me. I want to, uh, be uh, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, um, apprentice. Yeah. I wanted this. You know, I I I said uh, I said nothing, ma'am. We just love coming to see you, and and we're just so happy for you. I gave you that little church thing, Ooh, and, and, and we wish you God's best. Listen, I was too excited, and I couldn't think. I my brain went boom, and when I got in the car, everybody was fussing at me. They said, "Are you seriously kidding me?" All the times we've been coming down here, she opened the door and you did not step in. You didn't know how. So in your in your getting, in your processing, in what you want to do, have your two-minute pitch ready. Yes. Who are you? What are you doing? You, you got to have that mission statement and that vision thing ready. And this is what I'm I'm trying to do. Da, da, da. We can't be, oh, I don't know what I'm hoping and da, da, da. none of that. You have to be ready with what are you doing? Oh, hi, I'm I'm Dory McKnight. I'm an author. Listen, yes. I work with trafficking, I work with people in prison. Yes. I want to do better tomorrow. Like you said, I want to give them hope. I want to give them healing. I want to yes. find out. I wrote book cover girls in the church because I'm trying to figure out what's going on, what's happening in your life. What how can I help you? Let me help you. Can you, you know, this is what I need. And I and if and if you got money, you know I need some grants because I need to sponsor some people. Not everybody has money. People coming out of a prison, people coming out of trafficking, they don't have no money, so they need some sponsors. They need somebody that's going to help them get back on their feet. They need somebody else that's going to help them recover, not just recover from addictions, but recover their kids, recover their their name, recover their their you know community, recover their families. People come out, the families don't want to see you because you done offended so many times. You done You're messed right. up so many times. So can I be your cover girl? Can I help you? How can I help you? How can I help you recover their trust, recover their love that they want you? You got to know why am I here on this earth? Not just to make money. But no. What am I going to do with money? No. What am I going to do with it? Who am I going to be reaching? How is it going to still go down in, in generations when I'm long and gone? Yes. There are some people that are long and gone and they still have things, foundations and different things. Absolutely. They do. So we have to leave our, our footprint and our fingerprint. We got to. Footprint. Oh, yeah. And your voice print. And look. Oh, yes. yes. All right. I'm like you. See, we could go on. This, yeah, this, this would be a four hour. You know what I'm saying? This would be four hour. They'd be like, oh, we got to, we have children. I have to give it here. Look, I just picked up the children from school. Look, and you still on here. Look, y'all, you want to know more about Dr. Dory McKnight? Go visit her, her McKnightEnterprises.org. Um, she is, all her information is there for her books. If you want to know more about her, I'm uh, going to upload this podcast 
on all the podcast platforms so you can listen to it on your favorite um on your favorite place you listen to podcasts iHeartRadio, spotify google podcast apple podcast um and a whole lot of other ones all right dr dora mcknight you're in dallas right now you're in dallas somewhere i am in dallas texas right now okay dallas texas and a big time um human trafficking person i was with them in atlanta because atlanta is a huge human Mm -hmm. trafficking um place where a lot of offenses happen and um she's in dallas so i'm gonna make sure i connect y'all please yeah that'll be really great and um and you know i love you and i just pray um, your dream that God put in you just you see every piece of it. Amen. We're gonna get you back on the show. And I gotta clip these videos. Y'all been on here. These might be going in. I had the attorney last week, and then <laughs> you you were, I mean, you intellectual property work with mm-hmm. attorneys and all that, and it's just ooh, we so look everything that she even talked about. She go way even deeper than that. So like the <laughs> the the limbs and the branches are there. I can um get off this podcast without uh, mentioning your beautiful family. I, the youngest girl. I was like she didn't uh, baby. She mm-hmm. everybody they married and cheering and that oh my god, all yeah. all that yeah. good stuff. Oh God is good. And um, doctor, we have to shout out our great doctor, Dr. Sydney Trim Tomlinson. Mm-hmm. That's the reason we are, um, that we can. That's where we met. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that where we met in that we, um, she put her, her stamp, her DNA um, within us. And that's God's DNA for sure. Um, just to just to be authentic, I wanna. I just wanna speak to that. Just to be authentic wherever Absolutely. you are. That's what um, she definitely drilled in us. So if you have not university, you wanna make sure that you go. I mean, if you're a business owners, we had ghostwriters in there, leaders of mm-hmm. countries and big empires. And I haven't been in a long time, y'all. You know. But uh, I think since 2000 and maybe 16, like 15, maybe. And um, but so many of the people around me, they have gone and I can't even I know who was there when I was there. It was some big old time people. Uh So no matter who you are, baby, Mm -hmm. you big time. You cross that line. That's all Mm -hmm. I'm saying. (laughs) You big time in the field. Dr. Dora McKnight, social media, all her social media, you can see that on McKnight Enterprise Org. And Dr. I would give you this fifth benediction. Go ahead with the fifth benediction. What is the fifth? The fifth benediction. You oh, know that- me saying goodbye. <laughs> they, they said that what the, the pastors and ministers closed, and this is the final. No, yes, this is my this final. Is final. Thank you so much for letting me uh, have this moment and just speak into your life. I, I pray that something I say will help you. Just, you know, uh, you know, this is old time Baptist. And if I can help somebody who's lost their way, 
then my living will not be in vain. So I'm here for you. Let me help you. God bless. Thank you so much. God bless you. All right, y'all. Thank you for joining Jumpstart Your from Memphis. We are so excited and um, we're going to glean on this interview for a long time. When I say a long time, a long time. Love y'all so much. Make sure that you go in and um, you have a business that you definitely go to tell it uh, now conference.com senior about your business so you can get this five thousand um, dollars worth of PR services and marketing services um, and I want to say thank you so much go if you want more information about myself is world famous energy everywhere yeah everywhere world famous energy as well as if you would like more information about jumpstart your business go to powermediasolutions.com uh that's everywhere um youtube um oh the website everywhere social media power media solution all right love y'all so much peace